Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. Our bit today comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, which says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. No, friends, I like weather forecasters, and I know that their job is tricky and not easy to gauge properly. But listen to my predicament this morning. Huh? I just opened my computer and saw the forecast for today as 9 degrees Celsius sunny. But outside, it's wet and chilly. Then I turned away for a minute, only to see the forecast then saying, temps plummet. And as I look at it a couple, a couple of minutes later, it now says 12 degrees Celsius cloudy. Brother, all of that in less than 10 minutes. So what's a body to believe in? Eh? And sadly, that's the way a lot of life is these days. You don't know what's truth from lies, for everybody's touting something they call the truth and claiming that everything else is a lie. How wonderful it is that we believers have the Bible, the Word of God, the greatest book ever written. But wait a minute here, my people. The Bible is not just one book, but a collection of books, 66 to be exact, and that makes it a library. Thus we call it the good library. Oh yes, it is indeed a library covering all kinds of topics like history, poetry, Drama, biography, prophecy, philosophy, science, and it's even good for just inspirational reading. And above all else, my faithful brethren, the Bible is the inerrant truth of God. That means there are absolutely no errors. For, as Brother Paul wrote to Timothy, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And we know that comes from 2 Timothy 3.16, as our bit tells us. And as one commentator says, the Bible has been given to us that we may live a holy life, one that's well-pleasing to God. Therefore God says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. And that comes from James 1.22. Yes, friends, we definitely need to be bigger doers of the word if we expect to make a difference for Jesus down here on planet Earth. But first, we need to know the word so that we can do it. And that takes constant reading, studying, meditating, and praying on it. And when we have amassed some knowledge, then we must get out in the into the crazy world and use it for Jesus' benefit. But one serious reminder here on the subject of knowledge, though, James tells us in no uncertain manner, therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And you can find that in James 4.17. No, that doesn't mean we can get away from doing good by saying we don't or we didn't know. 
Because if you are a true believer in Christ Jesus, you ought to be studying the word and becoming more mature in the Christian life every day. So, as the old saying goes, ignorance is no excuse. And so, we all ought to be studying the word, for none of us have yet arrived at perfection, arrived at perfection or true maturity, and then putting that word into sincere actions. And I like this paragraph from the introduction of how to study the Bible found in my King James Version. It says, the Bible alone truly answers the greatest questions that men of all ages have asked. For instance, where have I come from? Where am I going? Why am I here? How can I know the truth? For the Bible reveals the truth about God, explains the origin of man, points out the only way to salvation and eternal life, and explains the age-old problems of sin and suffering. Yes, my people, whoa, there's no doubting that the Bible is the only manual that can satisfactorily answer all those questions. Every other theory about mankind falters somewhere along the line except the Bible. For instance, the Big Bang Theory, as far as I'm concerned, that falters right at the very beginning. For what causes the Big Bang? Eh? Something or someone must have caused it. It doesn't seem reasonable that just out of the blue, a Big Bang occurred and the world came to be. But it does seem reasonable that a mighty, omnipotent spirit called God created the world and all therein. Anyway, however we slice it, friends, the Bible is the most important book in our world. That's why for eons they have been trying to get rid of it. But every year, it's still the best-selling book in our world. Take that, you ATS, Big Bang theorists, and whatever else have you. And by the way, a moment ago, I looked at the weather forecast and it said Thames plummet. Now it's saying 13 degrees cloudy. Glory, hallelujah. <laughs> and oh, I just noticed this glorious ending to our bit today on the Good Library. But before we get to it, the introduction to studying the Bible also says the great purpose of the written word of God, the Bible, is to reveal the living word of God. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can read all about that in John 1, 1 to 18. And that's also true. But what I want to really share are these seven great things that, according to Dr. Wilbur M. Smith, studying the Bible will do for us. The first one says, the Bible discovers sin and convicts us. The Bible helps cleanse us from the pollutions of sin. The Bible imparts strength. The Bible instructs us in what we are to do. The Bible provides us with a sword for victory over sin. The Bible makes our lives fruitful. And the last one is the Bible gives us the power to pray. Mama Mia, does any other book or faith or whatever give us those many great aspects on life and living? Absolutely not. So please, 
Let's seriously consider all we've said today, no? and let it help us get into the word ever so much more so that we can go out and do even more for Christ and our fallen world. Now, for those of us who are in tune with that sentiment, let's go home declaring, sure, man, you believe I spell declaring wrong. I don't know what it is with me and that word, no? but nevertheless, we're going to go home declaring our Wednesday will, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow, and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And we like to add this bit of encouragement every week, that if we endure right down to the very end with Jesus, then we'll find that the future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. So please, please let that help us to endure right to the very end with Jesus now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, a well-thumbed Bible should be the front piece of every home, along with the good works it engineers. And that's the gospel truth. You can't have a Bible in your house and it's all covered with dust. No, it should be well-read and it should cause us to do good works. So please, let's get to our Bibles and read them, study them, and get out there and go, do good things for Jesus. And we pray all of that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.